It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm your radio, radio show! Welcome to the 909 Podcast. It is episode 98 of the 909 Podcast. It's myself and Andrea Cleary here. Hello. I have new audio equipment. Thank you to our lovely patrons. You can now hear me nice and close to your ear. I hope if yeah. I'm using things properly. Yeah. A real live very mic. new. <laughs> We've got two real live mics. Mike and I have um, Audacity. You might have heard of it. And um, some kind of a box where my voice goes in and then it goes into the computer. So it's very exciting for me now here. And I've had no issues. No, none at all. <laughs> Don't worry about that. Uh, no, but we are. Yeah, we are, like for ever since lockdown began, we have been recording with myself using a, a, a proper microphone. Andre not using using your phone, which has actually been fine. But, you know, using a, a, like a, what I can only describe as like maybe the first Samsung model ever made. <laughs> well, it seems it's to work. Not, not uh, a good it, yeah, it's it like you're recording right. voice memos at the same time. But uh, mm. what we're doing this week actually has two professional mics on either side. So you'll hear a fully professional recording um, this time. So that'll. Uh, I never claim to be a professional but I'm just claiming that I have a professional setup Pro- right professional now, setup yes I'm not yes. claiming to be a professional either so yeah. what, are we, what are we going to talk about this week we are going to be reviewing the debut album from Silverbacks the uh, Dublin Five Piece who uh, have an album out called Fad this Friday we'll be looking at new songs from Reggie Snow Sufjan Wyver Lingo Elaine May and more and uh, well, what do we start with? I guess we took a week off last week out of necessity just to, to have a reset. You know, every now and again, you need to need to take an L week yeah. away. Um, and so just before we came on air there, uh, it's been 
which is something that we heard about today that it might be happening is that the pubs uh, in Ireland won't be opening until August 10th when they were due to open on August or July 20th. Uh, that's next Monday. So they're now not going to open until August 10th. In practical terms, in terms of what we're talking about here and what we've been talking about the last number of months, uh, that means uh, that outdoor, indoor and outdoor gatherings, while Many aren't really happening anyway, and uh, some that were were allowed happen from uh, June 29th. The 50 people indoors and 200 people outdoors from that first phase uh, of the restrictions is staying in place until August 10th. As far as we're aware, it was supposed to go to 100 people indoors and 500 people outdoors. Thing about this is, you know, I mean, that doesn't really apply to events, even though people are taking it as that's what it is. Um, so basically, mm. I don't know if much has changed. Like there are, we did see yesterday that the Kino and Cork announced gigs with the uh, Junior Brother and Mary Wallopers um, on the first weekend, which is the end of July. So they can no longer take place now, it seems, um, under these restrictions that have been extended. There's a lot of confusion. There's a lot of um there's a lack of of leadership and guidance in terms of what can any any of us can do um and i think the best thing is probably proceed with caution now so i think anyone who's trying to put on a a, a festival or anything these days or a gig you can pretty much expect that it's not going to happen right now um or if it is going to happen you're going to be very lucky to get it actually happening there's a festival in uh, Limbavadi in Northern Ireland called uh, Unlocked which is brought to you by the people in uh, who put on Stend Hall and they uh, sent on their guidelines of what they're planning on doing but you know it's so untenable at the moment what they're planning on doing is doing two weekends at the end of August August 21st and 22nd and August 28th and 29th and then possibly depending on the restrictions whether they're lifted or not um, 500 people or 1000 people there's just so many variables in all this. You're like, why would you try to do this? Um, it's To me, that sounds like stressful when your actual basic facts about your festival, the dates and the numbers are changing constantly and the guidelines around those, um, despite, you know, publishing uh, extensive things about how, what you're going to do to socially distant uh, the festival and all that stuff and infections. I suppose, though, I mean... W- Given that there is a lack of um, guidance from governments, you know, here and the UK and, and elsewhere, um, the onus is very much on the festival uh, makers and the festival organisers to set the precedent going forward. So there there might be this kind of, not quite a scramble or like in a competition-y kind of way, but there might be um, motivation there for festival uh, organisers to get all of their guidelines set so that they know exactly what they can do going forward. And it's kind of them informing the government how they're going to adhere to the guidelines as opposed to waiting for the government to come to them. Because as we know, in this country, the government, the arts isn't exactly, especially with their new government, isn't exactly um, Mm, top of the list in terms of priority. So I don't blame them for doing that. But I mean, yeah, it's... I'm I'm surprised um, that they aren't moving us into phase four on Monday. Um, and now I'm not. I haven't. 
I wish that I was better at understanding the ins and outs of Irish politics because I know that this week was a very controversial week and there was a lot of stuff going on. And if I was a betting woman, I would have said that they that they would have moved us into phase four so that this new mm. government could have given us a little bit of good news um, or gotten a bit of a pat on the back. But it seems like they that's that's not a priority for them at all. Um, but I think it's probably the right call um, given that we've had an, a, a pretty significant um uptaking cases in the past number of days um obviously two weeks after um additional restrictions were lifted so we're obviously better safe than sorry but it is very sad um that yeah any, any gigs soon but august 10th is look guys right march march is when this all started it's now july we can last until august we're nearly there. Yeah, we may know? have we to last to even longer it. than that, to be honest. So we just don't know if that's the, the case. Just need to keep going forward. It's fine. We'll we'll be yeah, I just I just feel for anyone trying to get their business back on track by putting on an event when you actually can't even the mere fund foundations you're building your event on keep changing and every and no one can actually do it. I think generally the opinion out there is that we shouldn't be doing gigs from the general public. Um but then again you're looking at like the likes of spikes from, you know, international travel and then, you know, uh there's a lot of talk about that at the moment. Uh, finally, face masks are being adopted as an official policy. So uh, apparently we'll all have to wear them everywhere, which is great news. I need to get a cool face mask. I saw Dave Hanratty has one, a, like a kidsy ghost one. And I was like, that's cool. I want to get like an Elliot Smith one or something. <laughs> <laughs> or like a Father John Misty one. Like I'm sure one I'm sure there's the, a Father John Misty. I love Misty. you, Honey Bear album. Oh, there has to yeah, be. Yeah, like the... The I love you, honey bear artwork on a face mask. I think would be amazing. Um, so I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna do a little like, oh, spree over. The yes, weekend. I'm gonna send. I'm gonna send you this picture now. Uh, Does it exist? Uh, well, there is there is <gasps> I'm so sort of one of him. God's favorite customer is uh, on Red Bull. <laughs> Let me see there now. Oh, that's fantastic! <laughs> oh, I love it. Thirteen quid, absolutely. Yeah, that's going add to basket. There you go. Oh, 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 hold on. There's there's more. There's more oh. for for the <laughs> for the fan of John <laughs> Misty uh, fan in your life. That one's a good one. That one's a good one. Uh, oh, that's the Fear Fun album cover, I think, is it? Oh, oh, this is yeah. This is the one. This is the one. So for our listeners, it is a white face mask with the album artwork from fear fun and it's beautiful that's great because i feel like you know they're they're if we start using them in this way if we start wearing them like band t-shirts it's kind of like that little nod of cultural capital to someone else when they're like hey i i like that album too and you're wearing a face mask so you're cool so um yeah, I like those. I'm going to buy a few of them. Good, good. You can do that. So, Do you have a cool face mask? I have yet? a few, a couple. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to buy Irish ones only, but uh, the first one I bought didn't fit mm. my face. And then the second one was, it is a really good one. I can't remember the website that I bought it from. Bought a few more this week. I had some, the medical ones as well. And then... Uh, I, I don't like those ones. Mm, yeah. They, ir- they irritate my face. I, but also... Also, I have a beard, so, you know, technically uh, everything I wear is, like, not going to work 
anyway so I, I have to I should actually shave my beard but I, I'm not doing that is that the case yeah partly like I was talking to a, a nurse friend of mine she said uh, like you actually have to you can't seal a beard properly you know because it's like oh. hey, pockets anyway you learn something this would be day. awful for me with you know all the men are getting their hair cut now and shaving their beards I might as well just go into hiding this is terrible I know that there are ones where if you buy one one is donated to somebody in direct provision or to people in uh, difficult socioeconomic circumstances. And especially now that they're going to be um, mandatory, it's important that everybody has access to them. So yeah, do try to um, seek out those ones. I did. They were the ones that I bought that, <laughs> that didn't fit my face. <laughs> but anyway, oh, no. so if you have a oh. small, if you have a small you can, face, yeah. you can wear one. It's fine. Anyway, we're not talking about masks anymore, are we? What are we going to talk about? Anyway, no, no. Now we're going to talk about the Irish Times, 50 greatest Irish albums of all time, because that list came out this week and we have some thoughts. <laughs> okay, so yeah, this um, came out uh, July 11th. Um, Ed Power and Lauren Murphy put the list together of the 50 best Irish albums of all time. Um, in order. In order. Um so uh I mean where do we start? Uh can we start Let's we start, start with number at 50. one? <laughs> okay, well fifty is a good place to start because <laughs> okay. It is very hard to put a list together with just two people when it's supposed to represent the entire recorded history or of popular music in Ireland over the last forty, fifty years. Um, I would actually argue that it is harder with two people than it would be for one person or three or more. Two, yeah, two is too true. difficult yeah. a number, you know? Yeah. It's a it's unusual to have only two people do something like that, I would say. Um so it's led to even though it comes with this uh, preamble that basically says, you know, we deliberately didn't put Astral Weeks at the top, so and then saying things like uh limiting each act to a maximum of two entries, uh we d- we decided to, you know, give some of the more recent albums of the last 10 years, uh, you know, equal weight. So it's led to quite an interesting uh, list on the surface. But the first thing you see and the only Tin Lizzie album uh, on the list is a live album, Live and Dangerous from 1978. Um, And that's what I've, the first thing I saw, I was like, hold on, a live album? Live albums, you can't put live albums on your on your best of list. That's like Alan Partridge when he when he's asked what's his favorite Beatles album and he says best of the Beatles. Like you unless <laughs> unless you're Frampton, like your best work isn't probably your live work, you know? It's yeah. Well that's I, a set list. Like I'm, that's a set list. I don't know. Yeah. Mm. So what else have we got in there? I'm going to run through some ones. Like we got some modern ones like Rusangano Family, Let the Dead, Bury the Dead, Fight Like Apes, Fight Like Apes and The Mystery of the Golden Medallion, Soak, um, Fontaine's DC, Dog Roll, Damien Rice O. I'm just going to go through the list briefly. Adrian Crowley, Long Distance Swimmer, David Holmes, Ben Unto the Exercise, Checkerboard, Villagers, The Art of Pretending to Swim, Ash 1979, Andy Irvine and Paul Brady, Talos is there, Republic of Loose, The Frank and Walters, Just Mustard, uh, from 2018, uh, Wednesdays, number 35, The Cranberries, debut album, uh, everybody else is doing it, so why can't we? Therapies, Trouble Gum, Van Morrison, Moon Dance, The Frames for the Birds, Enya Watermark, Two Door Cinema Club, Terse History, interesting choice. Reggie Snow is here as well with Dear Annie. Um, Lancome, The Live Long Day, is that number 27? At number 27. 
Yeah. Uh, Kojak's mini album, Delhi Daydreams for 2018 as well. Clannad's album, Legend. Planks T's self-titled album from 73. Uh, James Fitzgerald Moran's True Care. Divine Comedy, Casanova, who actually later on has another album in this list as well. Gemma Hayes, Night on My Side. The Sultans of Ping FC. Jafaris, Stride from 2019 is, is at number 19. The Undertones as a debut album. Uh, the Pogues, Rum, Sodomy and the Lash. Uh, Royal Skates, Guinea, Horse Withdrawn Wishes. From 96, U2, The Joshua Tree. Only two entries for the uh, U2 is on this list. Divine Comedy Promenade from 94 again. My Bill and Vantine isn't anything from 88. Uh, Fatima Mansions, Viva Dead Ponies. Van Morrison, Astro Weeks at number 11. And the top 10 is Kathy Davey, Tales of Silver Sleeve from 2007. Um, Sinead O'Connor, I Do Not Want What I Haven't Got from 1990. My Bloody Valentine, Loveless at number 8. Villagers, Becoming a Jackal. 2010, The Immediate in Terrors and Clouds, the uh, band that Conor O'Brien was in, Pre-Villagers, Roisin Murphy, Overpowered uh, at number five, Whipping Boy, Heartworm, 95 uh, at number four, A House, I Am The Greatest from 91, U2's Act On Baby, also from 91 at number two, and number one is the one that uh, doesn't quite make sense to me at all, is Girl Band, The Talkies, which is their album that came out last year. Um, not even the best girl band album in our opinion, I would say, um, you know, I, offering I opinions. I I think if, if you're gonna, if you're gonna allow a girl band album to top a list with the words of all time in it, like it has, it has to be their debut, right? It's like yeah. that, what, what that did, I, we love girl band. I'm, I'm, I love that album that's on the list, but like it didn't have the i suppose the cultural impact or reach yeah, not that, at that all. debut had that debut changed irish music and it and well it, it is it has been list. credited with the likes what, of the rise of the fontaines one of the albums that yeah. we'll be talking about later on from silverbacks um you know i mean there's there's definitely a through line from that first album to what's happening right now and it's only a couple of years Completely. later really so no, like what's happening right now would wouldn't be happening in the way that it's happening if it wasn't for girl bands debut album i don't i don't think many people would would um argue with that but um yeah i mean right look this list I I was trying not to get like too you know outraged about it because I think that that is that was its intention was to kind of drum up debate and outrage and stuff. Um, I don't think it's a particularly good list. Um, I think there's excellent albums on it. There's excellent albums that didn't make it on it. Um, and it feels to me like a better list would have come from having more input from more journalists. Um. Or just having it as one person's list and not, I I mean, it, it it is the Irish Times 50 greatest Irish albums of all time, but there's only two Irish Times writers, so I'm, I'm, can't really get my head around that very much. Um, and yeah, I, I guess like my, my issue with it was the kind of like, it, it was more the talk around it, the like from, from the Irish Times as, you know, things like let the debate begin. And I, I think it's it's so easy to kind of put out a list and know that that is going to drum up conversation and attention. Um, but I, I just found it a bit blatant in in that being its purpose as opposed to, um, and I've I, I've no doubt that the, the two uh, journalists who put this together were absolutely meticulous about this list and obviously 
put a lot of time and effort into it. Um, so it's it's absolutely no, nothing against either of them. Um, it's more the the language around lists and how blatant it is in this instance that irked me a little bit. Um, but you know, Loveless is obviously the greatest Irish album of all time. So, like, can we? We well it's it's on. yeah i mean it's definitely has a, it, it's an easier win than uh, there's a case for it the girl yeah. band yeah for sure um you know there's a reason why nine or nine has never done a list like this because it's just too exhaustive and it requires too many people really and that's not what we're about and um but i would have expected a bit more uh, input from various people just to really round out um, those uh, that lists, but I uh, you know according to the comments, some of the albums that were missing were the likes of uh, Lisa Hannigan, uh, Jape, Jape, Argument for Snow Patrol as well, uh, maybe even the Redneck Manifesto, which isn't in the comments, but just a personal one for me. I was like, you know, if you're trying to represent the last like fifty years of Irish music, overhead the albatross. You know, um, I wouldn't probably put that in there. I would, but I would. there's no, and so I watched from afar would would be uh, a shout ahead of uh, OTA probably. Uh, the radiators from space, stiff little fingers, Rory Gallagher is not in there at all. Um, oh yeah, like that's bizarre. T- yeah, moving hearts, Scullion, Paul Brady as a hard station was mentioned, uh, an emotional fish, Bellex one, no Bellex one at all. Uh, which is quite strange. I would have thought they would mm. be there. Anyway, I uh, just to just to get a different perspective, I did ask my dad what he thought was missing from this. <laughs> okay, and, what, uh, what did your dad say? Well, at first he didn't look at the list properly because he was like, uh, "Needs more U two and Planksty." I was like, "Well, there's they're both there," um, but he also said taste uh, uh, on the board. So that is, uh, uh, I know an album that he loves uh, big time. That is Rory Gallagher's uh, previous band. Uh, and one that he introduced to me for sure. Taste on the boards. Uh, the, there's no room for the chieftains there. He also mentioned horse lips and the gloaming's first album, and, and there's no no gloaming no there gloaming. at all. So no that's gloaming. interesting. Um, anyway, look, it's a list of fifty albums. Take or leave it, and I think uh, most people have probably left it now. But you know, you know, it's still interesting to look at. I think um, it is hard. You're never going to please any everybody, but that's not the intention. But it just you're right. It's that that preamble. No, that's was just the opposite like, to the to the intention actually and again not not the fault of the people who put the list together at all it is it is a problem with uh subbing i suppose yeah it did it did make me think about you know the idea that uh they're probably we're probably missing uh, a quite a large discourse on and archiving of irish music from uh pre-internet era you know when you see Mm. say for example you know uh, I had to move out of the office recently and when I was deciding whether I should keep the CDs or not uh, a lot of them were independent Irish releases from the last 15 years and you're like are these anywhere if they're not here physically so you know I know there's the likes of fanning sessions on YouTube that posts those kind of things and uh, the blog as well uh, the Irish Music Archive and stuff like that but there's there's quite a lot missing as well. Um, there's some great books out there as well, though, um, which I must dig up. I used to have a great Irish rock book from years ago, from the early 90s, which is, you know, one of those things. And then um, Buried. Uh, if you find it, it, send it to me. I don't have it anymore, but I definitely had it at my parents' house. Uh, uh. And then the Buried Treasure book that Dan Hegarty did probably has some of these mm-hmm. albums written about as well. So uh, it's time for Reasons to be Cheerful. Uh <laughs> There hasn't been many reasons to be cheerful recently, but I have one. 
It's okay. Okay, we'll That's we'll play the song fair. first and then uh, you know set the scene. Reasons to be cheerful. Reasons to be cheerful. Reasons to be cheerful. One, two, three. Yeah, we have reasons to be cheerful this week. So, uh, Andrea, I'm going to ask you to go first because you have one. <laughs> go first because you have one. Um, my reason to be cheerful this week is that Kanye West has dropped out of the presidential race. Oh! After, after 10 days, he has uh, dropped out. And I think that it's for the best of the country, his fans and him. Because um, I've been I've been quite worried about Kanye throughout all this, and um, my reason to be cheerful is hopefully he's going to go and and just just not be in the public eye for a bit and take some time out and just live and be a person and make yeah. music. God sake! Um, I didn't even see that he. It was just did this just come out? Are you giving me breaking today. news? I'm yeah, giving you breaking news. You broke the news to me about the pubs. I'm breaking the news to you about Kanye West, so it's give and take. Uh, but yeah, no, no longer going. Um, ten a ten day run in which he didn't actually even like register. So I don't know if it counts, but the world is a very strange place right now. So maybe it does count. But um, but yeah, no, he's not doing it anymore. Um, I yeah, I'm I'm really glad we don't have to be talking about this. I'm more worried about the himself and how he is. Um, well, and that's the kind that's of things why I'm saying. cheerful about it is because I don't want to see a man like get torn to pieces, like in the run up to you know, like just there's there's already a lot of op-eds and hot takes on Kanye running, and I just. I, I don't need the discourse, man. I just don't need it. Um, and, and he doesn't need it either. He he needs to go and get better. Um, and I think that this is probably a good step. Not running for the president of the United States is probably a good step towards getting better. So um, much love to Kanye and I hope he's doing okay. Yeah. Um, thankfully, that is the end of that. Hopefully, just look after yourself before you start thinking about looking after uh, the entire country there, yeah. Kanye. And stop going um, on about being anti-choice. Like stop mm. that. That's There's weird. a num- number of uh, things he said over the last while that would leave you cause for pause. Um, okay, so my reason to be cheerful this week is uh, well, it's twofold actually, um, but they're both kind of tied in uh, to Patreon because, uh, as you know, we have a Patreon for the website um, and the podcast. It's patreon.com forward slash nine or nine. From a five year month, you can support us directly and. Uh, 150 something 180 people i think are doing that which is brilliant um and we had a lovely message in from a patreon subscriber this week it said uh i won't name them because you know we didn't ask for permission but it said uh that uh his youngest started singing the lyrics to the uh intro to the podcast this week so thought it was about well past time i signed up to the patreon so i just like love the idea of a uh, you know, by osmosis, uh, a, a little kid has just picked up the theme song singing on your radio. Hello to you, little child, if you are <laughs> listening at 5 p.m. on a Friday. Um, hi, it's me <laughs> from the from the speaker. I hope you're doing well. <laughs> and then, yeah, I, I got I got really freaked out because I was like, I, it was like I had a super cut in my mind of every time I've sworn 
So now I'm going to try to be quite. Hmm. I'll, I'll try to be good and not say the <laughs> C word all the time. <laughs> okay. Well, that was John and John's daughter, I believe. So uh, that's all I'd say. But thank you for Hello that. Hello to you um, guys. Thank you so much for that message. That genuinely made my week. Very good. Yeah, lovely. Um, I also, on Patreon, because I've been talking about, you know, sharing a few different playlists on the uh, on the Patreon page recently. Uh, today I shared... Um, I just like to echo. First of all, I'd like to echo the sentiment of No Encore's Craig Fitzpatrick on last week's episode in of their own podcast, where he was uh, espousing yet again the brilliance of Steely Dan, and it reminded me that I have this Steely Dan playlist that I've uh, kept in the back pocket for quite a while, and I'm the only, I was the only one listening to it, so I have now shared that and wrote a little piece on Patreon for the subscribers so they can have that. So, um, yeah, I'm going to be doing some more of that stuff. Uh, and one of the reasons, uh, uh, one of the artists I'm going to be doing is coming up on uh, our first song of the week. It is Reggie Snow featuring MF Doom and Cam OB. This is Cookie Chips. She laugh now, cry later, just empower the kids. Grown pains, muscles all under my bed. Sweats when you sweat at me, you're looking real cute. You got a dimple under eyes, I bet you never knew. You love the tickets I've seen since the last time. Got us tickets for the show by the alibi. And all the things, all the things, all the days that we scoring, I could fly. I'm a dove, I'm a butterfly, yo. yo, yo, yo. I'm a butterfly, yo. Yeah, yeah. Twisting in the cup while the sunrise Sticky like the rain in the summer Twilight in the blunt and I'm gone flying Way up high with a kite stream away Cloudy in my truck sitting down high I know I'm gonna see the golden light of day it's inadequate, this elaborate floral display They pay for bad habits, go on a moral decay To say with some forgiveness and it all go away Lay a plot to book a yacht out on the water today Okay, is it so compelling to rebel with all the yelling? Now it's overwhelming, you're swallowing melon, bruh, who you telling? Dumb lust, overfalling, I love stuff, hush Heart crushed like a bag of dust, bum rush Black beanie, freak out at night like Houdini Creep out the back and who could have seen a G? Easily, blue weenie She couldn't dig it if it was too teeny Bless her with the kundalini And plus the zucchini Always been a plan to push her heart melt Bird, it takes a steady hand to push his heartfelt words I heard you heard, trapped in delirium Thoughts of a queen to throw off your equilibrium A few jokes but the underlying fact Gold distillery, I hope to live happy ever after though Disasters what I asked her for Now we stuck like plaster, yo I has to go. Twisting in the cup while the sunrise. Okay, that is uh, Reggie Snow featuring his hero, MF Doom, who I'm going to do a place a bit soon uh, on a song called Cookie Chips. Uh, this is the first song we've heard, I think, from uh, Reggie since uh, Dear Annie from 2018, right? I think so. Yeah, it he's is been pretty indeed, quiet. Yeah. yeah this is great to hear I'm like I'm personally I don't even know Reggie Snow or or Alex or as he's called or Alex as he's as he's known but um I am so delighted for him that he uh, has got his hero on a track uh, it's a uh, it's a uh, it's a lovely thing that man I'm a sucker for people working with their heroes it, <laughs> it makes my heart so big like <laughs> And it's good, right? It's really yeah. Good. It's real. It's real nice. It's kind of like floaty and positive, and the artwork is like balloons, and it's just like yeah. The, ar- this is the good. artwork and the video are beautiful. Like they're genuinely beautiful. Um, I love this song. I really, really love it. And it's also it's always good to hear Doom because he has, I think, probably my favorite 
voice in hip-hop like my favorite flow just i could listen to that man read the like read the dictionary you know yeah and he'd read he'd read the dictionary in such an interesting way and and uh you know he would just twist the syllables in in different ways that uh, no one else has ever done before so he's he's an absolute poet and it's not it you know this isn't one of those collaborations where it's like oh so-and-so featuring mf doom and he's just like hopped on for like a tiny bit of production or whatever like he's he's on this song and he's he is doing the work you know um Red Snow sounds amazing as well. It's it's a really um really chill but quite warming song. Um it's like a hazy sort of like low light summer vibe. Um and I really, really, really like it. Um is it is it an album? Is there going to be any yeah, it is from a new release uh forthcoming, so it'd be good to hear uh, him come back uh now's the time. Um 2018, been long enough. I mean, this year has been long enough, so uh, why not? I'd love to hear him work with some other Irish um, hip hop heads as well. I hope, I hope, I hope we get more collabs in in that sort of uh, in that sort of vein. Uh, but then again, you know, ha- happy to have anything from Reggie Snow. I'm a big fan of his. Cool. Okay, our next track is from Elaine May. It is called "Somewhere Else," and it is a song about not belonging. Okay, that was Elaine May. Song is called Somewhere Else. I think Elaine uh, it always does uh, something nice in the vein of a quite gentle and delicate, not always gentle and delicate, but uh, electro, electronically spun, um, emotive, heartfelt music um, that, you know, probably isn't, takes in her roots from, you know, more traditional instrumentation but she's been pushing and herself and her production in the last number of years and you really see every time she releases a song it's it's something uh quite different and uh moving the story on quite a lot i like this song a lot it does she says it's about a feeling of not belonging and everything that comes with that i think most of us felt that way at some point especially growing up uh for me the song captures that sadness and uncertainty but there's also a feeling of hope in it and a feeling that things are going to get better and elaine we do need that right now thank you elaine we, we've heard we've heard quite quite a bit sporadically from her like she's collaborated with um Sorka Richardson and Sole and then she did that um Pillow Queens remix as well. Um so it's it's nice to get something kind of more standalone um and hear what she's at at the moment. Um and it's yeah, I th- I think it's a it, it's a really really beautiful song. Um you just kind of melt into it. It's it's absolutely gorgeous. And I, it's been getting a, a bit of radio play as well, which is nice. Oh good. Yeah. yeah. That is um good to hear because obviously 
I saw Linda Coogan Burns tweets yesterday about oh only one only one only RT one Radio One has actually put out a statement or said anything in response to the yeah the recent and like um, they would they were the only ones who achieved a gender, a gender balance so like yeah. they've they've nothing to lose by doing it. She but, said uh, six yeah. six people privately have said um, something but nobody has said anything publicly. I have um, to say I, I was listening to the radio was it yesterday I texted you or the day before? Yeah, I was, was listening yesterday. to Jenny Green on 2FM and I heard three female Irish artists uh, in the span of one hour um, and that was like you know pre 7pm pre so that was that was brilliant to hear that was really really great um, and it didn't it didn't feel like it, it wasn't like oh we're we're playing Irish women today it was just like they 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 flowed in and out of the of, of the playlist completely perfectly like it's 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 not hard to do you know by the way I, I meant to mention exit festival earlier on I know this is nothing to do with this but like I just thinking about it there we were when we were talking about events uh, did you see that whole thing about exit festival they like can't cancelled again um, because they they were asked not to go ahead by they were asked to go ahead in June in May by the Prime Minister Alexander Vucic and oh then, yeah we talked then they went back on again and then they were said they were going to do it um, and they were welcoming international travellers and then it seems to have emerged that the whole thing was like basically they were fudging the numbers. They were trying to. The prime minister was like trying to get, um, was re- was lifting the lockdown that they did have so that people could come and vote, but things spiraled out of control completely. And then the last few weeks have seen huge numbers, a spike, a uh, uh, more lockdown, and then a lot of anti-government protests. And considering that, like, Exit Festival started in t- the year 2000 as a protest against Slobodan Milosevic's regime, it's kind of interesting that the big story around the Exit Festival in Novi Sad was that, um, you know, they were like, it's fine, we're going to mention, you can, we're not doing socially distant uh, things, it does, you don't need to, we don't have anybody here. It was like, yeah, well, they've completely shut it down now, so it finally Jesus, got cancelled this go. week. Anyway. That has nothing to do with uh, songs of the week this week, but it just uh, worth mentioning. But you were saying there the, um, you know, like the Irish Women in Harmony is a good example of, you know, it's a cover of the Cranberries Dreams, but, uh, you know, 40 different Irish women artists who, um, you know, uh, was doing really well on Radio Airplay, but also uh, raised, um, it was announced last week, they raised 215,000 euro for Safe Ireland. Which That's is an incredible amount of money. It's incredible, yeah. And you know that that um that song is is just like it, it it there was no there was no connection between the timing of that song coming out and Linda Coogan-Burns report coming out. But could you have asked for a more perfect thing to have happened? Because like you you have this report coming out and then you have obvious obvious like naysayers saying, oh well, there just aren't that many women making music in Ireland or blah, 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 or they're not making it to the same standard. And then it's like, well, bam. <laughs> here's this song here's like how, how many was like 30 odd women uh, well like four, uh, no, no. over 40 individual musicians uh. over 40 individual musicians who are women like and um, yeah just the kind of the the, the timing of that was uh, was really really great and it's you know it's a stunning cover but it's it, it is crazy that in, individually those women can't get played um, on radio which is well ho- hopefully we'll see a bit of a change now but um I, th- I I think people still need to keep pushing this like this conversation is not over and I think Linda Coogan-Byrne has made it very clear 
that this conversation is not over. Um, that it's not just one of those things where a report is released and then everybody moves on. Uh, she she is fully committed to making changes in this. Um, and I love that solidarity. And uh, yeah. you had a piece in the Sunday Business Post this weekend, this past weekend? I did, yes. I spoke to some DJs and musicians uh, about the report and um, what was interesting about that um, was the amount of act- actual DJs, like on-air daytime radio DJs I spoke to who just couldn't go on the record couldn't 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 give quotes couldn't give anything um so I think there's there's something in Irish radio man and oh uh, yeah I mean like no it's one, slim no one's allowed to talk about it <laughs> yeah I mean they're all protecting themselves because they all want a job which is and I cannot blame them like not even a little bit so it's, it's presumably nobody gave them. their name for that then oh no no um uh yeah Yes, pe- people gave the name, but I had a couple of quotes in there from um, anonymous people who were, um, will say uh, they might have gotten in trouble had their stations known that they'd spoken to me about it. So, but yeah. Maybe maybe the public doesn't really know this. I'm not sure if they do or not, but like that most DJs don't even pick the music they get to play on the radio. And if it's daytime especially, you know, you'd really... Even in the even, sometimes you really have to fight to play what you want before uh, nine p.m. You know, so uh, yeah, or ten p.m. Okay, and actually, uh, Al- Elaine May was one of the um, musicians who I spoke to for the piece as well. So that was nice. Okay, uh, our next track in Songs of the Week is from Wyvern Lingo. It's called "Don't Say It." Now that I have a mic, they can let me join the band. Okay, that's 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 going in. Um, <laughs> no. that, that was Why Lingo with Don't Say It, um, a new song from the trio from Wicklow. Um, soon to be uh, four. <laughs> soon to be four piece. If, <laughs> if Andrea gets her way, <laughs> she, 
she's muscling in. Uh, on, now that she has a microphone, she's muscling in on the band. Has that um, four part harmonies? You need four part harmonies. I mean, yeah. Um, has that video come out yet? Can we talk yeah, about that? it has. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was watching that video um, yesterday. Uh, there in the the Guinness storehouse, is it? Or just uh, it's in the Rowan Co. Uh, whiskey Distillery, which oh, was sorry. the Guinness Power Station, former right. Guinness Power Station. Yeah. Um, and God, they're they're just so good, aren't they? And what what I love about that is I I feel like it was a completely different experience watching that um, live. It, it wasn't a cappella, but it was very harmony driven and listening to the studio version, like the studio version is so catchy and ready for radio and uh, like really, really, really soulful. I actually think it's the most kind of towards soul that they've been yeah. in, in, in their singles, at least uh, so far. And I, I absolutely love the song. I love the sound of it. Um, and I, I, I recommend watching that um that live performance of it as well because it, it does kind of transform the song a bit you know yeah it's chromatic who do the lovely videos are in different spaces who uh we put that out today it's on nine or nine so you can watch that why verlingo as filmed by chromatic performing don't say it in the old guinness power station i'm really looking forward to hearing what they why verlingo come up with after um album one and yeah i think it, you're right you're definitely right in terms of the soul shout i think the all the players, all the three girls here have been, uh, you know, p- performing a lot with different kind of bands and uh, the likes of Zaska, who would be old uh, mates of theirs. And you can definitely hear some more of that soul and maybe that's a confidence or maybe that's a professionalism. Maybe that's experience. Uh, maybe it'd be interesting. Like to see it, how it was they always there, again. but I think that this is the most kind of overt. Yeah, it's, it's very prominent. Um, yeah. I, I like the song a lot. I think it's uh, it's it's just got that confidence of, of people who you know have been doing this for a long time that you yeah. know like you say it's it's ready for radio as well and mm. uh it doesn't doesn't waste time if anybody yeah. any radio people were like oh it takes too long to get to the course no it doesn't <laughs> <laughs> so and i think like the last time we it, it was i think it came up on my facebook memories or something that it was a year ago we we had them on um the podcast and they were telling us that they were recording the album then so hopefully, um, hopefully we get something this year from them. Yeah, I think the plan, they were recording in Berlin and uh, from the end of last year to some of this year and then was scuppered by lockdown stuff. So I'm not sure where they're at with, with the album, but uh, it is good to hear them new music. New music suggests there's more on the way. So uh, that's great. Okay, I saved the longest to last. It is uh, Sufjan has two new songs, but uh, we're going to focus on the one that's on the album. This is called America from Sufjan Stevens. America. 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 I'm going to America. Don't do to me what you did to America Don't do to me what you did to yourself Don't do to me what you did to yourself 
Okay, Sufjan's new album is called The Ascension. It is out September 25th, and that is the lead single, if you can call a 10-minute song a lead single. You um, can if you're Sufjan. You can indeed, yeah. Do so. what you want. You can put out a, an album with your father-in-law and just have no lyrics on it if you're Sufjan. Do yeah, you can do what you like. You want. It's nice to hear his voice, though. <laughs> I was a bit nervous that it was going to be... Um, and like an electronic experimentation piece, um, which in some when ways you saw it the, is. When you saw the length, you mean? Yes, yeah. Or that it was going to be something a little bit more out there than it is um, by by Sofiane standards. Um, but this is lovely. I mean, I, I'm a simple woman. I, I see Sofiane, I, I, I click and I'm happy. Um, I, I think this is really, really lovely. This is This is great. It's lovely to hear him again back actually singing lyrics which is yeah yeah um there was it was since deleted but there was a gorilla versus bear tweet that said the new album um is inspired by ariana grande as well so i was like oh what's that mean but it's i love it, that it's it's i can't hear it here but that's okay um, i you don't even want to know what i would give to hear sofian stevens cover of dangerous woman that would be <laughs> i think i think that's like the two sides of my personality just like <laughs> Joined. that's that's something he might actually do you know yeah that would be like, the kind of thing he would do like when um the uh, redacted guitar guy um did the album cover of um 1989 by Ta- taylor swift um and that was that was cool at the time until until he wasn't cool anymore sorry for bringing him up mm, i don't know if he ever was cool but anyway his music was that yeah was that's it. what i mean yeah yeah um, well, the, oh yeah, no, so he, he sucks. Sorry, <laughs> he's always sucked. Okay, don't have to say it. <laughs> let's um, make that clear. Don't say it, as Wyverlingo said. Don't say um, it. Um, so this song and there's another song which is B side called "My Rajneesh." They're both very long. Both of them stand. They're both brilliant. "My Rajneesh" is a lovely song. I'm actually really surprised it's not going to be on the album. So that makes. I me, haven't heard that one yet. Oh, it's lovely. It's really beautiful. Um, and it's again, it's ten minutes long. So that's a B side. But both of these songs were made uh, at the time of Caribbean Lowell. And just didn't fit in with that album at all. Um, they're very different, uh, and they're much more dynamic and much more, um, uh, much more well, like not well produced, but uh, much more going on and uh, yeah. busier. Yeah. So they don't really fit into the album. So I'm excited to hear what's going to happen with the extension on September 25th from Sufjan. So yeah, I feel like there's that. a lot of albums coming out on September 25th. I can't remember what they are now. Pillow, Pillow Queens, Queens I think. Idols. Um, and there's yeah idols there's a, there's a few coming out that day um i love days like that that's yeah that's really yeah. exciting very good okay well speaking of albums it's time for our album of the week and uh we are going to be talking about the debut album from a band called silverbacks who are a five-piece band uh, based in dublin from kildare and dublin and uh, what do they do they make slacker indie pop kind of new york city inspired art rock uh, we're going to play a song from their album, which is called Fad. Uh, this is called Just In The Band.
Okay, that is just in the band from Silverbacks from their album Fad. Silverbacks are Daniel O'Kelly, Killian O'Kelly, Emma Hanlon, Pat Kearney and Gary Wickham. Um, this is a debut album that was produced by the girl band uh, bassist, uh, Daniel Fox. Um, uh, we've heard a number of, of uh, songs from the Silverbacks band over the last uh, four or five years probably and finally arriving at this debut album. And... Uh, I will start with you, Dre, because I think there's a lot of, uh, I can hear a lot of things that I think you would be into, the likes of <laughs> Pavement, and I hear some television influence there, maybe some Sonic Youths, the likes of The Breeders, stuff like that as well. Um, so I would imagine these 13 tracks featuring two instrumentals are right up your street. They certainly are. Yeah. Um, when you suggested this this week, I, I will say now I have been completely sleeping on this band. Um, I, I I reckon I've heard one of the songs from the album before, and I think I might have only heard it once before I actually went into the album. And I'm kind of glad I did because I wasn't really sure what to expect going in. And then I was very grateful for it. Um that you suggested that we do it this week because I was like, yeah, this is my kind of thing. Um. And yeah, you know, like I've I've said it before, I I love bands and artists that wear their influences on their sleeves, but also play with them, like have a bit of a sense of humor about it. I mean, like that that um that pavement track. Uh, which one is it? It's like the the very very pavement sounding one. Oh, I don't have it written down. The one with Korea, Korea. Uh, yeah, is is that Fad ninety five? I think so. Yeah, I think it is. Um. If it isn't, I'm sorry. Um, but I mean, like it's it's funny and it's it it's playing around with those ideas and it's not like I think the, a, a through line in this is that these are serious players who aren't taking themselves too seriously. And I really that's that's what I kind of want from my punk slash rock slash slacker bands. Um, I don't I don't necessarily need to have the poetic stylings of W.B. Yeats, um, you know, given to me when I'm listening to punk music. Um, this is, I mean, like, so th- there's a line in Dunkirk, which is a superb song, um, which is sa- same old punk trick in the book and you wanted to go somewhere. And this is definitely not that, like, it's definitely not the same old punk and it doesn't necessarily easily fit into this kind of current punk revival that we're having in Ireland right now think about you know Fontaine's Murder Capital that those kind of bands um and you know it's it it is full of whimsy and these kind of punchy turns of phrases that uh that make actually listening to that style of music fun and not like not not a trudge not like like you have to yeah I don't know but at the same time it's thought-provoking and and they are you know tackling social topics with this kind of wry edge um which i really really enjoy Uh, i think i think it's fantastic yeah the um i think nearly every song on this album has a a one line in it that like sets it apart they're like you mentioned every every punk trick in the book and dunkirk that's the opening song uh pink tide make way for the guards Uh, and drink it down it's like that wasn't jesus that was just some Effer in a dressing gown. <laughs> uh, for politici- our younger listeners. Yeah, for our younger listeners, in case there's any. Uh, Fad 95, <laughs> politicians in denim, everybody wants one. Uh, and there's, there's 
in the last song, Last Hours at the Bar, which is a really nice thing to hear, just like a band finishing their album like on a on a boozy night out in the workman's or something. It's like the toilet the toilet bowl echoed like the killing moon, but the DJ won't play, the boys are back in town. I swung my fist and the system came crashing down. Just like you're getting the references there, but like, you know, um it's just really simple but also really well done. And I think And do you, know, you, do you know what I like about them as well is that they're not these like these references to like a lot of times when I'm listening to this style of music the the references and the jokes are often a bit laddie and a bit like I'm I'm like oh yeah I understand that but that's not necessarily me whereas in this it's it isn't that at all this isn't like the the lyrics in this it's not a very like masculine album which is cool for for this style of music because this style of music does tend to kind of edge towards um more like masculine and male perspectives um so it's it's and then obviously you've got emma hanlon here with like really beautiful biting vocals as well and i i, I think that her the moments where she's on the record are among the ones that i've enjoyed the most uh, especially when when she's working with the singer's name i can't remember which one yeah daniel is, daniel, daniel is daniel. the main singer and yeah brother, yeah when, when the two of them are kind of working around each other in, the, in those vocals I, th- I think they they just fit so so well together um but yeah it's it's really nice to have that kind of perspective on modernity and at sometimes comedy sometimes politics um w- without it feeling um like i'm one step removed from it because I'm because I have like a woman's perspective on the world, which is how I feel about other bands from this genre. We'll say, um, yeah. yeah uh, I what I you haven't seen these this band live, obviously, then yet because I mean I think that really shines the wryness comes through. Daniel is very wry and funny on stage. He's like he's I think I've seen them about four or five times. I should say like their their manager is a, a good good friend of mine so i've actually seen this band quite a lot um, so this is a conflict of interest and you should stop talking now that's my that's my declaration there but <laughs> you know i wouldn't i wouldn't be bigging them up just for the sake of it i do think this is really really good and you know it, it's clear that you know they there's a lot of interest in the in this band at the moment silverbacks uh, are getting a lot of uh, interest from the likes of stereo gum they've been written about uh, quite extensively getting some good radio play in the uk stuff like that you know uh, all of the things that we talked about there's a good episode uh, of the point of everything podcast interview with uh, dan uh, from the band talking about where they came from and how they formed and and how they view themselves against the you know the mirror of Fontaine's and Gurband as well so it's worth listening to that that's the point of everything podcast which came out today I believe um yeah and they do have a lot of those lines to stick with you those kind of uh almost conversational uh style of singing that uh Daniel does is very effective and you know it 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 does like hark back to the kind of older style of like slacker indie pop kind of uh, especially I keep thinking of New York especially with in terms of because that would be their influences but there's a lot going on here is like we do you know here's a band with uh you know they've got three three guitarists as well so there's a lot of yeah uh, a lot of guitarists going on but none of them are you know they're not none just of them like, are wasted no one no one's standing over there letting letting everyone else take off the room you know like there, it, yeah. there's, so, there's so much kind of going on in terms of like 
really engaging rhythms and these interlocking melodies and these really catchy riffs. It's like proper good rock music, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's not just like bludgeoning chords for the sake of it mm. because they don't know what else to do. There's a lot going on. There's quite spindly kind of rhythms going on. There's like, you know, it's spidery sometimes. It's yeah. uh, the kind of stuff. I, it's a, a lot, lot of harmonics. Of, yeah, a lot of imagination going on as well. And, you know, three vocalists, uh, really good drummer as well, Gary Wickham. And uh, yeah, I think this is a really, really solid uh, debut album. I think the Just In The Band is is probably their best song but it doesn't stand out that far away from the rest of it when it's all i have to say like uh it it there's very rarely there's not really a song on this that i would take off it all seems to fit quite well together there's maybe maybe one like grinning at the lid is probably the only song on this that i would i would not really I'm not. I don't dislike it either. But you know, if you're looking for something to pick apart in here, I think it's very strong from the off. Dunkirk, Pink Tide, Drink It Down, Fad Ninety Five, Dude. It they're quite, and then Club uh, Silver Rockin'. That's like half the album. Very very strong. Just in the bands is eight. And a few of these songs like Up the Nurses, which Emma sings on. I really like that song a lot. Me too. I think yeah. that's great. I like Madrishka um, uh, as well. The um, the kind of. Uh, instrumentally guitar one uh, yeah I like that last one I like how it leads into last orders um yeah I, I like I I think it it flows really well it it has a it has a central voice even though there are all of these kind of there, there are these moments of uh flitting in and out of other genres and other styles but there is and I mean it's a central voice while having three vocalists as well like it's it's not it's, it's not an easy task to kind of sound this much like yourself while doing impressions of other people um and yeah I mean like who I I definitely want to hear what a Dublin five piece in 2020 doing pavement sounds like you know that's yeah absolutely why not um yeah I, I think it's great I think it's really really it's it's among my favorite um Irish albums that have been released this year certainly yeah yeah very strong debut from Silverbacks for sure um that album is uh the album's out on Friday um that's this week so 17th of July um they're they're selling copies of their album on vinyl actually on Bandcamp so um in, in light of all the recent talk about how bands can't do gigs and stuff like that, if you do like what you hear, I would urge you to go and buy uh, your, the things you like on Bandcamp. So that's a good way to do it. Um, so, yeah, uh, really good uh, first outing. They had a, an EP a couple of years ago, but I think this is a, a really good uh, uh, encapsulation of what the band are about. Uh, and the other thing is I cannot wait to hear these songs live. Oh uh, like yeah, well, I, I, I like this. This is like one of the albums that I've listened to during lockdown now, and I'm like, oh, I really want to be in a really sweaty, like, venue and just having like beer spilled all over me and people pushing into me, and I, just, <laughs> I want that. I want it. <laughs> um, so yeah, maybe next year. Well, hopefully they can provide that um, next year. I don't think it's going to be this year, basically. But uh, yeah, let's uh, play another track from uh, Fad from Silverbacks. This is Up the Nurses. Up the Nurses. I could be the one to call you late at night.
Okay, uh, that was our album of the week. It is from Silverbacks. Uh, it is called Fad. Uh, Dre, what else are you up to at the moment? Uh, what is it, what's been consuming you uh, at, um, at the moment? What's happened? I have been listening to Japan Droids, Pavement, and The Weaker Thans this week. Um, so this this uh, like the um silverbacks album very much fit into the vibe i was already on already um so yeah just you know revisiting old older guitar music that i like um i have been reading i haven't been reading much actually i'm just i have like book review stuff um but I finished Succession. Yeah. Which is great. <laughs> um, but is there is a it, hole in your life now? Oh, man. I am bereft. I'm bereft. The ending was stunning. I'm, I won't give anything anything away because I think like a lot of people haven't seen it. Um, mm. Like there's yeah, a lot of people. There's quite a lot of people when, haven't seen it. When, when everybody was watching it, I felt like the only person in the world who wasn't watching it. But now that I've seen it and I'm telling other and like asking people like have you seen Succession? They're like, No, actually never got around to it. And I'm like, I was like you. I, that was me three weeks ago. But yeah, fantastic. Look, if 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 you're out there and you haven't watched Succession and you think it's not for you, it is for you because it's great. Um and go and watch it. Uh so Succession, yeah. Have I told you about my high school musical thing? Have I talked about that on the podcast? So Myself and my housemate have been kind of we've been talking about the the like films mostly and musicals actually mostly that we liked a lot when we were younger but we were a little bit like embarrassed by it or whatever and I had never seen High School Musical um because I don't have younger siblings and granted that I don't have younger siblings um I was a little bit too old for High School Musical so pe- people my age who watch High School Musical tend to have younger sisters who they watched it with and they're like, oh, yeah, I like this too. So I'd never seen it. So we, <laughs> we, I'd, I'd say about a, a month ago, we watched the first one because I was like, I just need to see this. I need to see the, these like Zac Efron beginnings. And then the following week, the second one and then the third one. And oh my God, are those films fun? Like there's so much fun. Fun. They're absolutely gas. But right, have have you seen them? No, I have not. Oh, um, have I? No, I haven't. No, I haven't. You don't. I mean, right. I I would genuinely recommend watching them. Don't watch them on your own. Like, <laughs> have have a few drinks at your mates and watch them. Oh, um, listen. Because like, to be fair, I'm giving. I, you I have, I have musical fans in my life, so yeah. Uh, like, I, I'm saying all this now that it's really fun and it's great. I was plastered watching these films like <laughs> this is not this is not me sitting down with a critic's hat on like I was yeah, I, 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 there'd been wine taken but if you're not going to watch them which I think you should do do watch from High School Musical 2 the video for Bet On It which Zac Efron sings and performs and it's the one that there there was a meme of it and he's on a golf course and he's kind of doing this do you know that right. one? Yeah, okay. Just yeah. the the whole song is like it's so it's going in so hard and it's taking itself so seriously and it's just the most charming thing in the entire world. It's a, an absolute joy, an absolute pleasure. So yeah, I've been watching high school musical. <laughs> um and then we also watch Greece. 
and Greece was great. Oh, Greece you're going, was you're my, going all in on the good times. Yeah, yeah, we're doing we're doing lots of Friday night is kind of musical night now, um, which is nice. Uh, but I think we're going to replace Succession now with um, Breaking Bad because my housemates never seen Breaking Bad. So, and I I haven't I've only watched it through once, um, and I want to see does it still have the same effect which I reckon it will now tell me would you go near Hamilton the, uh, the oh I watched Hamilton yeah I watched it oh I, I haven't it's, not, I've not seen it it's absolutely brilliant like it's brilliant it's so good um because I I'd listened to a few of the songs on Spotify um and I'm like yeah this is a good tune this is like a good rap musical tune or whatever because I, I do quite like Lim- my mom Miranda I think he's like very talented hmm. guy and he seems he I find seems him nice. very annoying but anyway I, I don't know I just, he just seems really like harmless and nice um so um so then yeah it, it, I watched it actually the night that it came out and I was like okay I'm pretty much going in blind here because when you listen to the Spotify like album of it it's quite hard to follow the the storyline or who's who's talking when but um it's like it it's completely the praise is deserved like it's unbelievable it's absolutely stunning and everybody in it is amazing um and it's shot like you know it's it's a musical it's not there's not like loads of cl- there's the odd like close up or whatever but it's not uh stylized or um done cinematically or anything so it does very much give you the impression that you're in the audience but you happen to be in the best seat in the audience kind of thing um but yeah like if there's if there's any cynics about it out there I would say like I I was a bit cynical going in being like nothing could possibly live up to this hype but I do I do genuinely think it's amazing yeah okay I I I am planning to watch it at some point yeah I reckon you'll like it if if you're even a little bit open to musicals then you be alright. Like musicals sometimes make me heebie-jeebies. Like I, I can't put my finger on it. I like some musicals, other musicals I cannot watch. Um, but this is one of the ones that I can watch. So. Is it? Yeah, I think a lot of my pro- yeah, this might not work. So a lot of my problems with musicals is that it's just non-stop singing. Well, this is this is rapping, so it's yeah. kind of like so. Therefore, th- I you know I can understand that a bit better. Um, yeah, it's I, a little I did bit watch easier. Cats. I think we did talk about this, but I did watch Cats. It's absolutely awful. Yeah, yeah, it's not. <laughs> it, I mean, like Hamilton, better than Cats. Um, oh, yeah. I'll say I'll say that for sure. <laughs> you can put okay. that on your poster, Lynn. <laughs> um, I have been watching the first two episodes of "I May Destroy You" so far. That's all I've watched. But this is, is series that with that the the girls talking about chewing gum. Uh, Michaela, um, what's her name? I don't know her second name. English actress. Um, yeah, I, I think yeah. she's in chewing gum. Years she ago. wrote and directed uh, the entire show. I have, I've only watched the first two, but it seems really good so far. Um, that's where are crazy. you watching that? Where where can you see that? Um, good question. Um, somebody sent me a link. Uh, I think it's okay, on BBC. Right. It's on the BBC Player. It's on the BBC oh, it's Player. BBC, okay. Yeah. Other than that, uh, I've been, as I mentioned, I've been listening to Steely Dan. Um, I'm still going through a lot of albums that uh, we that I've her reminded of or discovered from recent weeks in terms of our uh, albums of the year so far so i'm still going through a lot of those big lists i have a big long list i've been getting through 
but uh, I'm enjoying that as well. Westside Gone, that was one album I've been listening to uh, the last couple of weeks. Enjoyed that a lot. And then the music of Sade, just generally, and how cool she is, because like, she's an absolute boss, and she always has been. And uh, I was watching, even today, I was watching a couple of live videos, and I was like, there is somebody who is just effortlessly, effortlessly cool. Um, so, uh, yeah. And I finished The Last of Us 2, the game. Um, oh. That was fun. Nice bit of... Uh, it was it? Well, yeah. Fun? Yeah. 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 <laughs> other than the dog, other than the dog part. But uh, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I it, it's up until last year, it had been so long since I had played a video game that I was just like... I'm still enjoying the novelty of it, you know, now that there's, they've taken on the characteristics and um, of of cinema and, you know, narratives and stories and, and framing and all those kind of things. And I just think that I'm, I'm still enjoying it. Um, so just those kind of things I'm still enjoying. Uh, That's the opposite to what I like in games. I don't like cinematic narrative stuff, like heavily narrative stuff. I like you have a task go get the thing from the thing bring it to the thing here's your present now it's time for level two and then you just keep <laughs> doing that until you get the big present at the end and then you're done and that's like so Legend of Zelda games that aren't Breath of the Wild are basically my uh, <laughs> fair my fair I've been slowing down on the Sopranos as well but sure we're still working our way through that so uh that is another one all right. Um, anything else to add? No, not a thing. Thank you to everybody for listening. We're coming up to 100 episodes. If you've any ideas on what we should do to celebrate, <laughs> let us know because we can't think of any. <laughs> well, I, I honestly, I haven't thought about it yet, but uh, yeah. 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 Well, should, we do, should we do a clip show? Is that what should we do? A clip show? Oh, God. <laughs> no, can't Maybe. do that. Um, no, we will not do that. Uh, uh, yeah, no We'll, clip we'll show. figure it out. We'll figure it yeah. out. Uh, Get in touch if you have thoughts. Um, but yeah, thank you for the people who've been sending us messages and um, people who've recently joined the Patreon and people who've started listening to the podcast. Hello and thanks for being here. We like you. Yeah, thanks for joining us and uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, we're going to finish with a song. This is uh, uh, an artist I sent to you not too long ago um, called Patricia Lawler. She's only 14 years of age, remember? She was oh, doing yeah, covers yeah. of Julia Jacqueline and stuff. She had this really lovely song out this week called Alone. And I'm just really impressed by uh, this level of competence and confidence for uh, such a youngster. Um, her name is Patricia Lawler. The song is called Alone. And that's our track for to close out this week. Uh, Andrea, I will talk to you next week. And everyone else, we will talk to you all in the following Bye. week.
the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.